an amazing response today for Am I Wrong? And I think it's because everybody could put themselves in that situation. Got my dander up. Of having to keep a secret from one of your siblings. Um, also, oh, cracked a thousand in the trash flash. And I, I even missed points. I left points on the table, according to all the texters. And uh, Miss Connections uh, had a Halloween party go real wrong real Hi-ya! fast. Hi-ya! <laughs> uh, all that and more coming up right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Is it ever okay to keep a secret from your sibling when you know something bad is happening to them? That's what we have up today in Am I Wrong? Where someone's having a problem with something and you get to help them out. And uh, we're going to use a fake name on this one because okay. you'll hear why in a second. We got Kelsey on with us right now. Kelsey, what's going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? So I just found out that my sister is being cheated on by her husband. Whoa. They've been together like four years. No, they don't have any kids. But, I mean, still, this shouldn't be happening, and it's my sister. So I confronted my brother-in-law about it, laid it all out, and he said that he'll tell her he's just going to wait until after the holidays so that way everybody's fine and dandy and no one's Christmas is ruined. Holy so, smoke. Hold on a second. There, you gave us a lot of information there. Let me Let me go back to this. How did you find out that he was cheating? I actually saw them out one night together and saw kisses and hands in places they shouldn't have been. Wow. Oh, man. Out on town doing this? Yeah. Holy cow. So did you, so you confronted him right then and there like when you saw him out, or did you wait? I waited. Okay. And then, man, he has some cojones to be like, hey, hold up, sister. Hold up until after the holiday. So are you thinking about following through and just holding this secret until after the holidays? Well, that's my struggle. I feel like, like, rip the Band-Aid off now. Like, the longer you wait, the more time it's just going to make things worse. And it's my sister, and I can't be watching her live this lie of a life. Yeah. Thank God they don't have kids. What was your relationship with him before all this? Like, was it a good relationship I, or what? Yeah. I mean, it was your standard, like, brother-in-law, sister-in-law relationship. Like, friendly, cordial to one another. So he he obviously I mean, got caught red-handed. Did he lie about it to you at all? Or was he just like, nah, this is for real, but just keep your mouth shut? Uh, yeah, some things you can't lie about, especially when you're caught red-handed. <laughs> Man, if this was December 23rd, I might be like, yeah, go ahead. You can hold it for two days. But we're talking, we're this not even in December yet. Yeah, this is a month away. That you, I, you know what? Whether you're wrong or not, I don't think you're going to be able to do it. I, I just don't see how it would even... I Especially, are you supposed to be getting together with them for the holidays? Oh, yeah. Like, everything's all fine and dandy, and that's not the case. Like, I can't just sit there. Oh. So, wait, did you see him on, <laughs> did you see him on Thanksgiving knowing this? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That luckily had to be terrible. Our big enough. Luckily, our family's big enough so we could keep our our space enough where I didn't really have to interact with him or see his ugly mug. I look right or wrong, Wood. I don't know. There's could you couldn't do this to your brother. I couldn't. Hell do it. no. There's no way I could do this to my brother. I don't think you're able to. But here's the problem. And you know, we were getting some people texting in about this here. I think since you've already gone through Thanksgiving. Like, you have to keep eating this. Otherwise, and it's a, why didn't you tell me before that? You know what I mean? Oh, man, what a mess. Well, what's going what's to happen when it does come out? Oh, yeah. Then, oh, my God, my sister knew about this for a month and played me for a fool, like yeah. a Millie Vanilli song? You're going to be the bad guy in all of it. But I honestly, I think you're the bad guy already because you didn't tell her before Thanksgiving. 
All right. Well, she didn't call to be judged. Well, uh, yeah, you did. This is Am I Wrong? You're calling in. Am I Wrong? And so far, I, I see you're wrong. <laughs> Stop hey, about take us, it though. easy. I'm just kidding. I just, I can't believe this. This, this is siblings. Yeah. When no one calls in to get our opinion, that's the thing. No, our they call are in stupid. to be judged by a jury of their peers. Correct. So, all right. Well, what I forgot what fake name we gave her already. Kelsey, I believe. Kelsey. Yes. All right. So, do you think that you could hold on to this for another month? No, I'm a horrible liar as it is. Like it's keeping me up at night. But you are considering trying at least. I think so. I mean. It's her husband. He should just come clean and tell her. But then I'm her sister. Even if they had kids, I can maybe even understand because it's like let those kids get one last Christmas before their whole world is destroyed. But all right, has he cheated before? Not that I know of. All right. Well, Kelsey, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put you on hold. Okay, you'll be able to hear all the calls. You'll be able to hear all the texts, and we'll find out are you wrong for wanting to keep a secret from your sister that she's being cheated on until after Christmas. I don't know how you can even say that with a straight face. <laughs> but hey, that's fine. <laughs> all right, Kelsey, hold on, okay? Okay. All right, text already pouring in. Mm-hmm. 320-656-9453 is the phone number. Is Kelsey wrong? Or what should... This is almost a what should she do. Yeah. Then more than an am I wrong. But either way, uh, just keep the calls and texts coming, and uh, we'll we'll get to them next. Kelly and Wood. Is it ever okay to keep a secret from your sibling if you know they're being cheated on? Boy, the more I say it, the more it just sounds terrible. Right? Well, that's the position that Kelsey is in now, and she's sitting on hold for am I wrong. We actually have another person sitting on hold. We'll get to in a second. Says they've been through this exact same situation. Oh. So we'll get her on the phone in a second. But I know we got a ton of texts coming in today. Uh, great text rolling in. This one, uh, please tell her. It will destroy her world no matter when it happens. She is going to need her family around her when she does find out, and that's the time for holidays, you're around your family. In January, who's going to be there for her? No one. Man, that's true. Uh, other people saying, don't hold on to the information. Who cares if it's the holidays? You don't keep something like that from anyone, let alone your siblings. Spit it out. Saying it now will have less backlash than waiting another month. What about this text? This is a great point I didn't think of. What if she gets pregnant in the next month? Oh, gosh. Right? Like, that one even got me. I was like... Whoa. That made my heart have a flutter, man. I didn't uh, even think of that. Other people, uh, tell her now. That way she can return his gift if she bought him one already. Don't waste money on him, too. Uh, other one, I think she should tell her sister or force him to tell her because the longer she knows and waits, the more her sister will be mad at her for knowing. Other people are saying, like, look, hey, you're already screwing around with the Thanksgiving stuff. Like, right. You've got to let it rip right here and now. Uh, I don't see the point in waiting. What's the matter at this point? She's already going to be devastated no matter what when she finds out, unless she already knows. Boy, Kelsey was just putting a really... I feel bad for her. Like, that's a really bad situation to be in. Right, to ask that. Because you know you're about to destroy your sister's life with this information you have. And it's almost putting the pressure on her. Right. It's not fair. You're what right. A, what a jerk this guy mm. is, man. Uh, all right, so we got Tara sitting on hold right now. She says she went through something kind of like this with her friends. What happened? Yeah, this actually happened with my two of my best friends. Um, one of them was the boyfriend of my best friend. Okay. So, and So you busted yeah. him cheating or what? I didn't bust him. He actually kind of slipped up, and one of my other friends told me, and then I talked to him about it. Um... And then he told me not to tell anyone. So you were friends with boyfriend and girlfriend? Yeah, I was friends with both of them. Same friend group. What did you do when you got the information? Well, I'm not about the cheating life, you know? I don't 
support that. I don't think it's okay. So I went straight to my best friend and I told her straight up. I was like, he's not okay to be messing around with. They were dating for only a couple months, so it wasn't that big of a deal, but I still don't think it's okay. So I made sure to tell her. That's yeah. uh, that, that was a smart move because then you don't end up in a situation like Kelsey's in where it's like now it's this gray area of I held on to it for a while. And, and that's not even her sister. Yeah. That's right. friend, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. Did the, did, mm-hmm. did the guy say anything to you when you did that, when you went and told your friend? Um, he was really upset at first, but, I mean, I think after a while, after multiple people had come up to him and talked about it, um, he was understanding yeah, isn't that funny? What's he gonna say? <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny how a guy will cheat, get caught, and then he's yeah. mad at the person who's being honest? Yeah, we're pretty awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the patriarchy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, but well, good. This is this is good for Kelsey to hear this because mm-hmm. hearing that, hey, look, I you went up and told you, and was your friend? How did your friend react when you told her? Was she thankful that you told her? She was thankful, but she was very very upset. Yeah, they were right. friends before they dated, so. It was a betrayal both ways. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I'm glad you called in. It's gonna help. Uh, it's gonna help our "Am I Wrong" caller today. Yeah, that's a vote for you. Got to tell. Yeah, ain't about that cheating life. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the call. All right, we geez, we have another person on hold. Says they went through this situation. A lot of cheating going on out there, isn't it? Come there? on, y'all. All right, we'll get her on the phone next, and then we'll get Kelsey back on the phone to give her her uh, judgment today, and am I wrong? So keep the calls, keep the text coming, 320-656-9453. Kelly and Wood. Could you keep a secret from one of your siblings if you knew they were being cheated on? That is what we have today on Am I Wrong? Kelsey is sitting on hold. She can hear all your calls, hear all your texts. We actually have another person on hold right now. Says they went through this kind of situation, found out they were being cheated on. So, what's up? What happened? I have actually had the pleasure of having the conversation with another woman of a picture of my ex-husband saying, Is this your husband? Okay. And I was five months pregnant with our youngest child. Okay. And I got a uh, Facebook Messenger message from a lady saying, Is this your husband? With a picture of a second profile of his. Ooh, oh my god! Not good. Not good. Was, yes, he was sexting her along with several other people and trying to be her online boyfriend. Oh my gosh! So you're obviously landing on the side of hell. No, you're not keeping any secret for anybody. Right. No, because let me clue you. That conversation sucks. No matter how many times I've had to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've had it multiple times. And you just got to go through it. It is one of the crappiest conversations you ever get to have. Man. So no, you don't. If you are, if you find somebody cheating on their spouse, go ahead and let their spouse know. It sucks. Man, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm sorry that I, I appreciate you sharing that story with us on the air. I think this is really going to help Kelsey this morning. Not a problem. Thank you so much for that call. Man, that sucks. It does. And uh, to some really good texts rolling in here. Again, I'm leaving all names out because people are sharing their personal stories. Here. Right. Um, how about this one? You need to tell your sister now. The guy will try to use this against her to deflect wrongdoing on himself. Cheaters are smart. Uh, <laughs> another text for piggybacking on that. It says, you're already wrong. Tell your sister as soon as possible. When this divorce happens or where this relationship falls apart, everybody wants someone to blame and put their anger on. Unfortunately, that could be you if you keep this from her. Oh, man. Be gentle telling her, but tell her. Other ones, how about this? I was the person that got cheated on. 
When I found out, I told my friend just to find out that everyone in town already knew about it and kept it from me. That's terrible. That type of betrayal is something that even years later, I'm not over. I I can't imagine how you would ever get over that. Another one, similar story. Uh, I don't know if you're still talking about this, but how about this? I had a similar experience. My husband cheated on me multiple times, and my sibling and in-law both knew about it, didn't tell me right away. Oh my gosh. It's been years and I'm still, still hurt about it. I would have left that marriage sooner with less guilt had I known about oh, it. Man, that just breaks my heart. It's, oh, jeez. This is a heavy one today. It is, but man, it's staring us in the face, right? Yeah. Maybe should we get Kelsey back on the phone and give her her judgment here? Okay. All right, Kelsey, you heard all the calls, you heard all the texts, your judgment today, and am I wrong? Almost everybody is saying, you got to tell. You you can't let this guy get away with this. That's easier said than done, though. And it sucks. Big time. And and if your sister gets mad at you about Thanksgiving, I I think that I would forgive my brother if it was like, look, I was put in a position I didn't know what to do. Really? Because I'd be like, dude, you're, you're about to napalm my life. I can see why that wasn't easy for you. So... I don't know. I would be so mad at my brother. Yeah. Like, if, if you, my brother said, just for the fact, and I get it, every sibling, how close are you to your sister? I mean, if she's my sister. There's only a few years between us, so pretty close. Because, I, I mean, I got, and the reason I ask this is because siblings are different, right? Like, everyone's different. Like, you have multiple siblings. Yeah. Right? And I'm sure you're closer to some than others. Right. And like, every relationship, there's a different dynamic to it. I, I keep putting myself in this, and maybe that's the unfair part of it, because I put myself in this situation, and there's no way, A, I could hold this situation yeah. to myself. That'd be tough. And if I found out that my brother held something like this from me, I, I, I would feel like the fool. And yeah. like that, that would probably hurt more than anything. So that's why I'm like, no, you've got to sister up yeah. and, and go ahead and tell her and... Deal with any fallback you get for the Thanksgiving stuff. Well, I would, I mean, before telling her, I'd be like, hey, no, I can't. I would tell him, there's no way I can wait till Christmas. Oh, hell like, him. He don't get none. I, I'm just saying, like, you need, to, you need to come clean now or I will do it. See, I wouldn't even give him the option. Like, I wouldn't even give the, the spouse the option. I would go straight to my sibling and be like, yo, this is what's happening. Get the car. We're yeah. going to get this fool. I got the <laughs> shovel. We going to handle this. So what but do you, I tend to overreact <laughs> yeah, to things. You do run hot. So, Kelsey, what are you going to do? Uh, well, I guess I have to tell her. As much as I don't want to, I mean, I love my sister, don't get me wrong. It's just no one ever wants to do this, right? Oh, hell it's no. someone new that's going to change the trajectory of their life forever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Honestly, so I want to talk to you it. after you tell them. Like, I, I would love to catch back up with you because I think this is such a interesting, and I, I use interesting in a very you know, vague right. term here, but... I, I just don't think it's fair to you. No, it's not fair to her at all. And I, I, I find it interesting the feel the blowback you're going to get. I mean, don't get me wrong. Christmas is going to be funky this year, one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, but I'd rather go into Christmas having a clear conscience of that I did the right thing. And you know, hey, we'll we'll, we'll maybe give, we'll wrap it up and try it again next year. <laughs> well, can we can we do that, Kelsey? Can we call you? Uh, I don't know when when are you going to do this? Soon, I have to do it soon. Well, why don't you do this? Text us after you have handled this situation, and then we'll find a time to get you back on the air. Would that work? Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, hey, we wish you the best of luck with it. You're doing the right thing. Right. Keep, keep peace and knowing you're doing the right thing. It ain't going to be easy, but it's the right thing. Okay. Kelly and Wood.
All right, it's now time for Minute to Win It, where Wood will give us a topic. We have to come up with as many things in that topic as we can. Before the buzzer goes off after 60 seconds, that's one minute to you and me. And Brian Riley, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Wood, what is the topic today? I want to know Christmas songs. Oh, easy, dude. Is it? Yes. Yeah. There's 10 million of them. I don't know. I, I actually picked this one because I thought it was going to be hard. Oh, no. It is. Okay. I got three in the holster right now that you guys ain't probably never heard before. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, you like all those terrible... No, I like the sad I like sad Christmas songs. Yeah. I, like the me- <laughs> I like the melancholy ones. I like the ones that just make me just feel terrible. No, but like, like have yourself a merry little Christmas. That's a sad one because it's talking about, you know, everyone's kind of together, but it's kind of sad because you won't see a lot of these people for a while. Mm. Like, a lot of those are just kind of melancholy. What's the one that Me Too got rid of? Oh, that was uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. Okay. Yeah. That one seems to have come roaring back, though. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think once Cardi B's WAP hit the air, they're like, well, we can probably bring this one back. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, we're supposed to be upset about that? <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. Are we ready? Yes. All right. Whoops. I don't have the timer. I don't have my finger oh, on the button. Come on. Hold on a second here. Yeah. Okay. Ah, oh, for Pete's sake. And this is supposed to be a radio Chimney show. Christmas. Yeah. Well, it gives Brian Riley more time to write some down because he I, said he doesn't really know. Him. I have one. Okay. Is it the one Kelly? Kelly said three in the past 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't listening. Uh, I'm screwed. You here never know. All right. All right. Here we go. Minute to win it. Christmas songs. Let go. Baby, it's cold outside. There you go. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm jingle bro- all the way. Uh, is that one? That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> jingle Bells is one. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. 12 Nights of Christmas. I know Wood's favorite, Rocking Around the Christmas Dang Tree. It. Yes. Uh, how about Silent Night? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a really nice All song. I Want for Christmas is You. Okay. Chestnuts Over an Open Fire. <gasps> that's called The Christmas Song. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. What's that awful song? Wrapping Paper or whatever. Oh, The Christmas Wrap. I love that one. If you played that... I love for me. that song. I'd sing like a bird. How about Last Christmas by Wham? Uh, Feliz Navidad. Ah, si, senor. Kelly's wave. <laughs> um, I saw Mom Kissing Santa. Oh, yeah. Dang. That was my holster. That's the one I had. I, I don't like that song. Uh, really? I, eh, it makes Mom seem like a floozy. See, think, well, I wouldn't be that upset. You understand that Santa is... Whoa! Uh, how Whoa! About Christmas shoes. Oh, yeah. I want to buy these shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, how about Driving Home for Christmas? I got one left. I got it! Yes! Yes! I couldn't hear anything. Woo! I think Brian Riley did get it, but I don't know what you What'd said. You say? Hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Is that's that right. the real term? Is it the real title? I think it's called I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Wait. But you said chestnuts roasting over an open fire. And, that was- <laughs> and you you corrected me. Right. I didn't have time to correct him. We were all yelling at each what other. What song was yours? Donde está Santa Claus? That's not real. That what one's that? not real. Donde está Santa Claus? Look, I need my Just stuff made in the U.S. Like that doesn't mean it's <laughs> right. authentic. I'll play it for you right now. Okay. Look it. I haven't pulled up on YouTube because I wanted to hear it. Who sings this? Here we go. Mamacita. Actually heard this Have you, it's I, in a, I think it's in an Amazon commercial now or something. I thought this was Felice Navidad, though. What is it, Allison? And what? I, said, what? I used to listen to it when I was little. Did you? Yeah. Oh, so, right. You've never heard this one? No. No, I have. Like I said, I, I, I thought it was Felice Navidad. I have, I've never heard this one. Here's what the other thing. My dad was such a stickler for Christmas music. Well, yeah. Growing up, we would only listen to the Jackson 5 Christmas CD. Oh, we only had one. We had the uh, Sing Along with Mitch Miller album, and that was the only Christmas. It was so weird to me 
when I got out in the world and heard other Christmas music. Yeah, oh, it still is weird as 31 years old. I'm like, I don't, I've never heard this song before. Right. Like, what? Have you heard this one? No. I'm not you, Me- you have Mexican roots. I'm half. Like, right. Yeah, we, we played Jackson 5. Did they ever do this one? <laughs> no. Nope. Is this little Michael Jackson here? <laughs> is this him? <laughs> All right, well, there, you put that one on your Christmas list. Donde esta Santa Claus? So did I win, though? Yeah, you won. Yeah, that's right. Kelly and Wood. This story got sent to us by three different people. Okay. So I'm going to do it. Even the trash flash? No, 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 no. I hate this story with every fiber of my being. It's probably something positive, though. A man was celebrating he and his wife's 35th wedding anniversary with a cruise to the south of France. Wow. The congratulations on your success. Well, when he went there, his toe began to swell and turned purple. The next day, doctors informed him that a Peruvian wolf spider oh, gosh. not only bit him, but laid eggs inside his toe. <laughs> Why would you do this to people in the morning, man? So they had to perform a procedure to cut the toe and get the eggs out. Oh, yuck. Four weeks and several rounds of antibiotics later, his toe was still hurting him. He went back in. They x-rayed they missed an egg the last time they did the procedure, and it had hatched and was trying to get its way out of his toe. Dude, that's that's the stuff of horror movies. I hate this story with every fiber of my <laughs> being. Why did you read it? I, no one told you to read it. The people wanted it. People are texting <laughs> it in. But I, honest to God, cut my toe off. Uh, yeah. Oh, what did that? I want to see. Does, is there a picture of the x-ray with I'm the not, live spider in there? I'm not looking it up. Holy cow. Just cut my toe off. How would that thing live in there? It's like when you hear about like spider eggs in someone's ear or something like mm-hmm. that. That makes more sense because there's oxygen. You know, they can, they can get some fresh air. But I mean, if you're an egg, you're already you're, like you're incubated, right? And then it's warm and everything. So it makes sense. Yeah. Plenty of food supply as it eats on your flesh. Uh, d- <laughs> Wow. And I, then I, I got to be honest, dude. I didn't see this story coming. You instantly got to kill that spider because it has a taste for flesh, like you said. Right. Boom. Oh, it'll smash. Yeah. Ugh. That's, oh, man, that is disgusting. As if I needed another reason to never go to France. <laughs> this is it, sister. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? This will be the first time ever that the trash flash is a step up from the last story you gave us. <laughs> be so sure because i got a beer pong game that took a wild turn making you feel better about yourself every morning it's time to get trashy with kelly and wood yep we'll now give us a story with some trashy elements to it we're gonna give it a trashy score and then put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash we're headed to florida texas my friend southwestern trash oh my yes well that's where we're at a house party now, we're at a house party at 1.20 in the morning. Mm. So you know they're youngins up to no good. It's getting sloppy at that point. Right. I mean, come on. 2 o'clock's the absolute latest. Yeah. Shut her down at that point in time. Well, this party got shut down at 1.20. That's because the party goers were playing drinking games. That's a popular thing, right? That sounds fun. Well, there was a group of four men playing beer pong. Two of the men... Went by the name Decorous Red Rucker and Chris, Crazy Chris Hackett. <laughs> you got to have one of those in every group. So you got Red and Crazy Chris. <laughs> well, believe it or not, Red and Crazy Chris, apparently not very good at beer pong because they lost. And that's when an argument broke out. Now, you're probably already thinking, that's trashy to begin with. 
Who's mm-hmm. arguing over beer pong? Well, two drunk people, probably. Well, at some point in time, the men took it to the next level because someone, and by the way, my money's on Crazy Chris, pulled out a gun and said, who wants to keep talking? Someone apparently didn't know he went by Crazy Chris and kept talking, and that's when he decided, you know what? I'm going to squeeze off a few freedom seats here <laughs> and shot numerous times in the air and at people. Were they in a house? Uh, they, I'm guessing they were outside at this point in time. Like, dude, just blasting holes in the roof. An 18-year-old girl who was at the party and drinking was shot through the thigh with the gunfire. No, that's not funny. As you can imagine, Red and Crazy Chris decided, uh, we should get out of here and fled the scene in a 2006 Buick. <laughs> Probably sounded just like that, too. When authorities got there, well, they were quickly able to give aid to the young lady who was shot in the thigh. Good news is she's okay and will be all right. But they said, who did all this? And they said, it's Crazy Chris and Red. (laughs) Well, they knew about him. That's because Crazy Chris has a lengthy rap sheet that includes burglary, assault, weapons, and drug arrests. They quickly knew where he went because... He was already out on probation for a narcotics charge. When they went over there, Crazy Chris still had the gun with him and said, I didn't do it. Dude, your name's Crazy Chris. Turn around. You're arrested. (laughs) The two were arrested and taken to jail. Wow, there's a lot to get to here. Mm -hmm. Let's get that intern house band ready just in case. You never know. I got got a hunch Mm -hmm. that we're headed to a thousand. All right. Uh. Is being at a house party past 1 o'clock trashy? I don't think so. Okay, good. I mean, they're youngsters. Okay. Um, getting in a getting in a fisticuff, or getting in an argument over beer pong. That's trash. That's trash, y'all. Get that 125 points. Pulling out a gun because you got in a fight over beer pong. That's where it ratchets up just a smidge. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that 175 points right there. Actually squeezing off a few rounds is trashy. I'll get that another 150 points. Yeah. Shooting someone in the thigh. That's not good. Over a game of beer pong. That's going to get you another 175 points. I'm sorry. It just has to. You're 18 years old. You're drinking. Like, hey, what's in this? Bang! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> now, is having the nickname Crazy Chris trashy? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Dude, there, unless you're a felon or selling mattresses, calling yourself crazy anything is not good. Oh, well, he's a felon. Exactly. Okay. Uh, fleeing the scene of the crime. I guess that's not trashy. Mm-mm. But the police knowing where you are because you have narcotics charges out against you. That's trashy. That's trashy, mm-hmm. bro. I'm going to get that 175 points right there. Uh, he was arrested, I'm assuming. Uh, what else am I missing here, Wood? I think that's it. I had a, it's been a while. Ooh. But when we crack a thousand, you know it's a celebration. And we cue the intern house Come band. On! Joe, I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Pat and I, Joe. If it had been for Cat and I, Joe, I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat and I, Joe. Man, it's been so long. But Crazy Chris and the gang earned themselves a whopping. 1,000 
70 points! Trashies! Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Now, I may mispronounce the name of it, but I'll get the facts right, that's for sure. I believe it's called Omayakun. Sounds right. Russia? That sounds identical to what they say. In the Russian accent? Doesn't sound very Russian, but... Now, this isn't the coldest place on Earth, because I know I've done, like, coldest place on Earth before, all that stuff, but this is the coldest inhabited place on Earth, with a recorded minimum temperature of negative 71 degrees Celsius. In Fahrenheit, that's negative 96.2 degrees. Gross. Sounds tropical. They will only close schools in this town... If it drops below negative 67 degrees Fahrenheit. Otherwise, the kids got to go to school. <laughs> Why the hell would you live there? Could you imagine recess? <laughs> These kids just freezing their eyes off. Like, no, they're you- all huddled together <laughs> right. warmth. Just like, around a big garbage pail or whatever. Like, you know, a lot of times, like this morning, I walked out to my car to get it started and it was whatever, four degrees. And then you always do the thing where you're like, why do I live here? Mm-hmm. But if I live there, you really got to be asking that question. Maybe there's just no way out for the residents. It's got to be like what? That's got to be like near Siberia. Yeah, it's yeah. probably it's, it'd probably be so hard to escape from that place. The gulags. I'd be so mad at my parents for settling there, though. Boy, that's but a I, rough stretch for those kids. I just can't believe that, man. I just being in that, you know, because I remember when we first moved up here from Texas. When you know, I was from Minnesota, so mm-hmm. it didn't really matter to me. But, like, I remember hearing, like, my kids be like, yeah, we'll go outside for recess unless it's zero or colder. I'm like, good God, that sucks for the kids. It, it was wild when I moved here and seeing kids outside in, like, a snowstorm. Right. And they're all playing. And my, my to, kids are just jacked to go outside and play in the snow. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if when I was in grade school, like... I don't remember going outside when it was super cold. Maybe that's just maybe these people. It's the only life they know, so they don't really care that much. Well, you get used to it. The, the, inter- I- the internet didn't exist when I was a kid, so I didn't know there was better places. To the live. idea of telling people that we drive our trucks on lakes to go fishing, right? When you go south, is the funniest thing in the world. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm going ice fishing. They're like, what's that? I've lived here for 14 years, and I still don't like the idea of that. Oh, it's it's terrifying. That it's first awesome. crack when yeah. you get on there. Oh, I've it's had. Fine. You're fine. I've had two dozen people offer to take me ice fishing, and I'm so scared I just can't do it. You want to go ice fishing? No. That's Look, that's, that's 25. That's come on. Baker's. It's going to be thick ice. You won't break through unless you literally fall in the hole. I was out. I was looking at uh, Glacier Fish Houses the other day mm-hmm. out at Painesville Chevrolet, and I was like, these things are gorgeous. I would love to go ice fishing on one of these. And then I think about like spending the night in one. Yeah, it's awesome. But to hear that crack in the middle of the night, you, you honestly, I wouldn't get a second of. I'd have to be so blackout drunk you, in order to get any, which would probably happen you anyway. Don't, yeah. You don't even notice it. You when you're in a fish house like that, you got the TV going, you're cooking. It's like you're at a house, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh wait, I got a fish on the line. Boom! You ever set a hook in the middle of your living room? It's, what? But it's what exhilarating. You, no. no. As a former fat person. <laughs> No, I when I walked out on that ice the first time when I was super fat. Yeah, dude, I was spread out. So I mean, I was just like, I was taking up eight feet. Yeah, trying but now, to disperse my weight as much as possible. Yeah, but now you can. Trust me, the ice was terrified as well. <laughs> Got one. Got him. Got one. <laughs> I can't wait to leave. I was, I was just making sure no one else was going to talk on that punchline. I knew what was happening. I knew what was happening. That was a clean one. All right. Anyway, if you're looking for a winter destination, may I not suggest Omayokan 
Russia. That's the third different sound you've made <laughs> on that town. Old place, Jack. And maybe you didn't find that one interesting. I actually really did, and I'll have another one for you tomorrow and the day after that because this is the only time I get to shine on this show. Because sometimes. <laughs> It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. It's about a young man named Elijah Champion. Now, he had just gone to his local grocery store called the Market Basket. He's 15 years old, and he knew that they would hire a 15-year-old there. So he wanted to get himself a job application at the Market Basket. Go get it, young man. Now, on the way home, he thought, you know who else hires people who are 15? Dollar Tree, I guess, does. So, our Dollar General, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so instead of just taking his normal route home, he's like, I'm going to go buy Dollar General, pick up an application there. Well, while doing that, he saw a man, an 80-year-old man who wants to remain anonymous, but whose hips had given out on him. Oh, man. So this poor 80-year-old man, now, Elijah said he was a larger gentleman, and Elijah knew he couldn't move him by himself and also didn't want to because he didn't want to be you know, jerking and jarring the poor old man. So... The man was laying half with his legs in the grass and half in the road. Now, cars, Elijah said, were just driving around him. Nobody got out to help. So Elijah said, nah, this isn't cool. But in the I, road? Yeah. What is going on? Well, wait, though. This is happy right. hour. It's going to take a turn here in a second. So Elijah went to house to house looking for someone to help him move this elderly man. It took him 15 houses till he finally found someone who would come and help him. He said he was about two blocks away at that point and had no idea what he was going to go back and see. He was hoping that the man would still be okay. And sure enough, he was. So Elijah had the person, before they left their house, please call 911, tell them what's going on. We got to go get this guy out of the road, though, because people are just driving around him. So Elijah grabs this person from the house, and it was actually caught on a ring doorbell camera, but because everybody wants to kind of remain anonymous a little bit, they, they didn't release the actual footage. But he said that. He said, look, I need help. He was frantic at the time. There's an old man who's going to get run over if we don't go help him pretty soon because his hips have given out. He's half in the road, half in the grass. Well, the per- like I said, the person at the house, they ran back. They got the elderly man out of the road. 911 shows up, and they got him to the hospital, and he's doing fine now. Man. And that crazy. The sad part of the story is everybody driving around the old man. But Elijah said he's like, if more people would just do kind things, this would be such a better world. He's like, I could not leave another human being sitting there looking like that. Well, and that's what communities are. Like we talk about this a lot during happy hours, right? Because right. it's you got to look out for each other, man. Like we we we've got to keep an eye out for one another, help each other when needed. And we're talking about somebody who was on the ground, an elderly person. Well, what, what the if, hell? What if uh, Elijah wouldn't have decided to go get a job at Dollar General? What if he wouldn't have decided to be such a go getter that day and grab two job applications? And that, what dude, if that dude would have just been laying there, or just walked around him and kept going on his way. Right, but Elijah don't play that game. He don't play that mess. Mm. You don't get a last name like Champion without being a good person. I like this guy, and it's nice to see who steps up. The youth. Hey, at 15 years old, that, you know what this gives me? What I always say it: hope for the future. Because it's easy to dunk on the kids, man. You know, all they you know watch YouTube, they you know do all this stupid things. Well, guess what, man? There's good in them. Absolutely, and that's why we do these stories. Don't you understand? Dang right. We'll be a beacon of light in the darkness. It ain't nothing for me to do that. All thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was your happy house. <laughs> are looking for love. Okay, I love it. We'll help them find it. Okay. It's connections with Kelly and Wood. This is where Wood scans the internet to find a couple who almost had a love connection but couldn't quite make it. So we use the power of radio to see if we can't thrust them back together. This one says, I'm sorry, but especially to you. Male for female. Okay. First of all, I need to say, 
I am now 23 days sober, and I think I need to make amends for one particular woman who is a big reason I am on this path now. Well, good for you for cleaning up your act. We were at, we'll just say a house party because there's a name here, a Halloween party, and I was super drunk. Okay. I'm not completely sure what led up to it, but there was another guy there in a karate outfit. I followed him around using an accent and calling him Mr. Miyagi. And I wanted him to train me to wax on, wax off. (laughs) I followed him into the kitchen where I tried to chop the kitchen table in half with my bare hands. Hi-ya. It didn't work, which led to a lot of people laughing at me. So then I tried to bully up my efforts with a roundhouse kick that blasted a shelf off the wall when I kicked the wall Jesus. and it hit you in the head. I shouldn't be laughing, but this guy is the life of the party. <laughs> Just loading karate chopping things because somebody else is dressed up in a <laughs> Back to the story. Someone else took you to the hospital, I think, and two other guys deservedly kicked my rear end. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest, it sounds like you had it coming. I, knew, I, I can't believe two other dudes wanted to fight you after you showed off your karate exploits. <laughs> I remember thinking that you were pretty earlier in the night, and honestly, my karate exploits were partly to show off to you. <laughs> I obviously blew any shot I had, and no one would give me your number to check on you, so I hope I can find a way to say I'm sorry. Jeez. And if I could take you to lunch, it would be on me. Sorry again. And I'm sorry to everyone else who was hurt by my karate ways. Hey, you know... I, oh, oh, so I thought he was done. No. Oh. It just it wraps up here. I promise I'm not racist. I just really <laughs> like the character of Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> little bow on it today. By the way, I'm not racist. <laughs> you know, isn't that one of the 12 steps, though, making amends? I think so. So He's doing the, he's doing the steps. Can you imagine you're just standing there at a party? Here comes a drunken moron. Hi, and then boom, a shelf hits you in the head. This party sucks, Amber. <laughs> oh, and there's no video of this. I, how is there not video? Hey. Everybody videos everything. How do we not have footage? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I don't think he's gonna get the call back on this one. But you know what? I tip of the hat to him for apologizing and being sober for 23 days. That's no small feat. Uh, and well, this was a couple days ago, so hopefully, fingers crossed, he's getting up near 30. Right. Hi-ya. I'm a little worried about the holidays being right around the corner with him, but hey. Hey, I think he went through something. And plus, <laughs> taking a beating after that, too. <laughs> Just, oh, man. Oh, well, Wood, I don't know if you made a love connection today, but you sure did try, my friend. I did my best. And I know you'll have another one for us next week when we use the power of radio to see if we can't thrust a couple together who almost had a love connection in Miss Connection. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day. I didn't like this. I didn't like our start to the show today. I don't know why. I thought it was sloppy. I thought your story was good, and I think I derailed it. And it's because you're worried about the boat. I am. It's on my mind. Bluegill 2.0 coming. I'm trying to manifest the boat by thinking about it constantly. It'll happen. It'll just show up in my driveway then. Just do it. This is really confusing, but it's no more confusing than our very first break of the day, which we tack on the end of the podcast as a quote-unquote bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Don't worry, I put my jacket up at the front desk. Thank God. 
<laughs> now poor Sydney, the receptionist, is going to choke on that thing all day long. The rest of us, as we walk in. I walked, I, I was wearing my jacket today when Wood walked in, and I knew it was stinky when I got in the car. I was like, holy cow, this thing, because I wore it when I smoked my turkey mm-hmm. on my pellet grill. And Did uh, you wear it inside <laughs> the grill? <laughs> I didn't know it smelled that bad, but I, I couldn't find my other jacket, and I was running behind this morning, so I was like, well, we're just going to have to smell like a smoked turkey today. Can I say something? Wood walked in. He was like, "Oh my God, what's that smell?" I'm I'm ready to be. I'm ready to say this. What? I don't like smoked meat. Okay, say it then. No one cares. No, no, no. Ain't no one worried about you. Oh, there's pushback coming. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't like heavily smoked meats. That's why I like the pellet grill. It's just a kiss of smoke. Just a bit. It's almost like just grilling it. Like that's really pretty much all it is. It's essentially just an oven. Is all a pellet grill is. That's why there's, it cracks me up. There's so many uh, YouTube videos about how to smoke a brisket. It's like, well, you, yeah, you can put it on the pellet grill or just put it in your oven. It's the exact same thing. Wow. Well, it is. Isn't I, that disrespectful to the pellet grill? No, because pellet, pellet grill people are disrespectful to what we call stick burners. Mm. The people who really get out there and tend to a fire and cook meat that way. But that's the smoked meat I don't like. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Like I, It's made me sick to my stomach before. This room's making me sick to my stomach. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Well, because now my jacket that I had underneath that other jacket smells like smoked meats. You're like a ringed baloney. <laughs> How deep does it go? I got one hell of a smoke ring on me. It, it just... It's it, okay to not like smoked meats, Wood. Because, you know, like, that's like the big thing. Like, I, I'll be real with you. The algorithm has figured me out, mm-hmm. right? Like, all my videos are pretty much, you know, tattoo videos, barbecue videos, just things like that. Right. And every one of these, like, you know, oh, you got to really smoke meat and everything. I, I, I just don't like the taste of it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it all. My, uh, my wife's uncle, one of her uncles, like, competes in barbecue competitions. So you know he's cooking up some good stuff. You would think. And, and I don't like it. It's too smoky for me. Like, it's in my hands later. It may be, ugh, it's too much. I just feel like after I get done eating it, like, it's still... Like, there's smoke inside me, you know? And I I can't handle that. And so when I walked in here this morning, it felt as if I got hit in the face. I apologize. With a brisket. I I really do apologize. Now I feel bad for Cindy, the receptionist, because it's literally hanging right next to her desk. I didn't know what else to do with it, though. Your turkey looked fantastic. Oh, the turkey was amazing. It was perfect. I told you to take that smelly jacket of yours (laughs) and put it on our boss's door (laughs) so his entire office... Don't like it. <laughs> it's aromatic, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But it was the only jacket I could find, and it's what one degree outside right you now. You needed this. I, so here's where I get screwed. All right, I wake up first thing I do. Start your car. Exactly. Yep. I get the truck started. Get that bad boy warmed up. So by the time I get ready, brush my teeth, everything, jump in the truck. It's she, nice and toast. She's toast. It feels. Perfect. In right. fact, it's almost too hot by the time I hit Highway I'm 10. A hole. <laughs> you know, I have to wake up, go outside, and start my car oh, still. What a peasant. <laughs> and the thing that sucks, though, is when I'm done here with work, Yeah, I'll go out there, and that truck is stone cold. And I don't wear like my winter jacket or anything because it's overkill in the morning. May I ask a question, please? Why don't you start your car then before you walk out to it? If you're so big on Because start- I can't reach it, it, my my. It, because of oh, I, where we're at. I thought it was a phone app that you no, had. No, no. Oh, my oh, old oh. truck had that. This now one Now who's not. the poor peasant? Me. And I hate it. Every day I thought, <laughs> I, I thought about trying to install one of those on my car myself. 
I, I feel like I'm handy enough to where I could do that. You probably could. With a YouTube video to sure. help, to, you know, by my side through the whole thing. But I just, like, it is soul-crushing to wake up in the morning and be like, the first thing I do before I brush my teeth, before I do anything, is go out in the four degrees. <laughs> now, it's a slap in the old face. It'll get you moving quick, but, ooh, man, I hate that So feeling. you got to go all the way out, unlock your car, jump in, crank <laughs> it up, and then, yep. then scamper back, back in the house. And I'm not bundling up completely because I don't have time. You know? Why would you? So a lot of times I'm going out there in flip-flops. Ooh. <laughs> Just cold. And let's put it this way. The groundhog isn't seen for another couple of days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, Brian Brian from Grand Forks, now living in Duluth, says, uh, try other things. I mean, smoked, smoked salmon is really good. I do like smoked salmon. Nah. On a cracker, that's good eating right there. But yeah, you're right. Too much smoke is too much. I will tell you this, though. How do you smoke cheese? Very, very low temperature. It's got to be, right? Otherwise, it melts. <laughs> right. Otherwise, you have... That, to me, is witchcraft. Otherwise, you have yourself mozzarella sticks. And, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go smoke cheese. I think to myself... I, you probably you probably don't know who Aaron Franklin is, do you? The guy with the glasses the from president? Austin, Texas? No. Okay, so anyway, he had a show on PBS for a while, and I used to have him on my radio show all the time down in Austin, and he would smoke cheese, but you have to do it at like a, it's like 135 or something like that. Like you got to keep it low. That's real. So you got to do it, it for might, a long time. It might even be lower than that. I don't remember, but he would do smoked cheese, and it was, that was actually really good. I've actually had a couple that I've liked, and I'm like, well, I'll do it myself. Then you throw it in the oven at 350, and it's like, wow, that <laughs> didn't work out well. Look, Brendan says heated garage is the way to go. Brendan. That's nice. Hey, listen to me, man. I would heat my garage. My cousin has offered to help me put a heater in my garage. Do it. But it's not it's not insulated. So it I don't have an insulated door and the walls aren't insulated, so it would be a waste. Uh, I mean, how much would it cost to go buy some, you know, to get it insulated? Well, like they would have to bl- the walls are finished. They would have to blow the hot insulation oh, talk. Hot here insulation with, <laughs> with Kelly and Wood in the morning. So what, they just hung drywall over your studs? Yeah. Okay. I mean, why would you do that? It would have costed you maybe another $500 to insulate these walls. Give you a little something in there. Maybe one of these days, Wood, when I make wood money, I'll have it done. It's nice. If I, That gives me something to shoot for. Yeah. <laughs> if I could do it myself, I would. I feel like blowing insulation into the wall would not be that hard. Right. Well, you just sneak a hose through. Right. Just boom. Just get to blast it. Well, I know. And you, you watch those videos. Those are oddly satisfying. Right. When just, it fills up the cavity. Yeah. Yeah. And what the hell is that stuff, by the way? That is toxic as hell, I'm guessing. Because then it turns like super hard and everything. Yeah, well, I don't trust that. It's toxic. All right. Come on, man. Should we get the show started? Or we kind of did already. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. Speaking of smelling like smoked turkey this morning, <laughs> I, came yes. up, I came up with a awesome use of my what little of thanksgiving leftovers i had i will give you my hot recipe after this ah i thought you were gonna say about the smoked meat no ah. I, sh- oh, I should have switched it up no actually kelly and wood about the smoked meat is not a good sound for anybody <laughs> <laughs> what is this show well you know that's the first funny thing that's been said on the show today so thank you i can imagine like somebody listening to this show for the first time and be like what in oh the my god hell is this It'd be first time, last time. Grand, grand opening, grand closing. Good. No, check this out. Here's what I did with the last... Here, here goes a recipe for you. You never know what you're going to get when you tune in early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I took some turkey, some corn casserole, some broccoli casserole, uh, a little bit of stuffing, some mashed potatoes, and a little bit of cranberry sauce. And I brought these. I bought these big old tortillas, and I made Thanksgiving pinwheels. 
What? Okay, pinwheels like the like you know when you put stuff in a thing and you roll it up and then oh, it's like okay. you know it's like a swirl like a, a tortilla swirl with ingredients on the so inside. So kind of like a tortilla sushi type thing. Almost. Okay. Almost. And that thing was so good. I made these. I made these when I had people over the other night, and they all got eaten. Every single one of them. Really? Yes. This is my new thing to do with Thanksgiving leftovers, making Thanksgiving pinwheels. Now, your cranberry sauce, is it out of the can or is it like real? I like, I like it out of the can. Me too. I, and which essentially, it's jello, isn't it? Uh, is it cranberry jello? Because I was throwing the rest of it away last night. I was like, this is jello. I, I don't even uh, know why I call it sauce. I don't even think jello is like, no, no, we don't want to be associated <laughs> with that. That's just like, shh. But I, I, I just, I'd rather have the canned stuff. Me too. I, I we my I have like this one dish in my family that's been passed down for literally like generations. Right. And it's a cranberry dish. Yeah. And it doesn't look right unless it's got the canned cranberry sauce oh, on there mean, with the ridges. You mean like a dish dish, like a glass dish. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like a recipe dish. I thought we were having hot recipe talk this morning. No, Mima's was hey, open that can and put it on that dish. <laughs> Be very careful and <laughs> I'm a chef, mom. There you go. Now, no one eats it, right? but you got to have it on the table. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, I just put it on the little dish there. I just, I, I don't enjoy the taste of it. I do. My wife one time made like actual like cranberry sauce with like real cranberries and everything. That's too sour for me. It was delicious, but it was a ton of work. And I just told her, hey, what's 86 that next year? Yeah. That's restaurant talk, by the way. We'll just get it out on the table. If you ever hear somebody say, that's 86 that's restaurant. Wow, time. you're really pulling back the curtain here this morning. <laughs> I forgot to bring a baseball cap this morning. What you got working on underneath? It's just me and you. It's a hot mess underneath. I, I wouldn't be comfortable doing the show with my hat off. Peel that cover back. Let me see what you got. All right, let's go. Come on. That's not bad at all. Oh, it isn't bad. You're right. No. Oh, oh, now I can hear clearly again, too. Thank you, Wood. Be your, hey, be your true self. <laughs> Speak my truth to power. Always. Anyway, how are you, my friend? Uh, busy, 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 busy. Yesterday, I swear to you, I had a phone to my ear or running an errand for 19 straight hours, I believe. That's a poke. It was flat out wild. So we had our inspection. We found a home over the holidays. Right. Had our inspection yesterday. And I've got to bring something to the, because you have infected my life. As you have infected mine. And it's the worst thing I've ever had. All right? It's a scorching case of okay. Kelly. Can you maybe explain before you make me look so terrible? So we get our home inspection done yesterday right. by a guy who apparently, from all intents, I've been told, is meticulous. Okay. This dude went over the house like crazy. He came back with like four things. Okay. Which in all, nothing. Right. Even my realtor said, hey, this is one of the cleanest home inspections we've ever seen. The house is only like, I think, like six years old. It's like this was this is immaculate. Except for one thing. Oh. There is I don't I, I am not I've admitted this freely on this show a hundred times. I am not like a builder person, right? Okay. Like I I don't do electrical stuff. I can do woodworking. Okay. But everything else scares me to death. Water scares me. To, everything does. I get it. The stakes are very high. There was a crack in the brick. Okay. Like a, foundation? Kind of sort of over the garage. Okay. And I'm telling you, this crack is maybe like 18 inches tall, and it's incredibly thin. In fact, if he didn't take a picture of it, like zoomed in and circled it in red, yeah. I never would have saw it. And I thought to myself, we're backing out of this deal. <laughs> 
There's no way. I am not buying your house of cards because I, I thought to myself, what's the worst thing that could happen? I move into this house. My house rips in half. Right. Falls into a sinkhole. Into the earth. Right. And I... The, like, were they doing fracking in that neighborhood? Is that what this is? I knew it the entire time. This, <laughs> this house was nothing made more than a, a death trap. My, my realtor says, no. And I, I know this because the house I grew up in, the bricks crack sometimes, right? right? They like, settle. It's normal. I thought I told my my wife. I said, "This is a foundation issue. Like, who knows? Who knows how deep this goes, Andrea?" Hey, you know, my wife. It's. Not, I don't think it's that big. Uh, no, it's a huge deal. Yeah, babe, it's massive. In you know, fact, the, the move is off. I, so I, I said, "You know what? We're backing out of this deal." <laughs> but we put Ernest. I was like, "I don't care. No one puts wood in a corner, Andrea." And I. God bless this poor realtor that has to work with us. She yeah. has no, like, she's just met us for, you know, the first time two weeks ago, right? Yeah. She has no idea that I run hot. She will. She'll learn fast. That I am willing to walk away from a table over a grudge in the blink of an eye. You should have given her a link to the podcast. She could have done a little <laughs> research on you and be like, oh, okay. Uh, I do not want to work with this gentleman that's at all. Yeah, that's just how he is. And, but it, it scares you, especially when you're buying something like this, of, okay, Every little thing seems like a massive, massive ordeal. May I give you a little worldly wisdom? What is I am your elder mm-hmm. by a few years. I look at it this way. If even if the worst thing in the world goes wrong, mm-hmm. it's only a matter of calling the right people to get it fixed. Probably. We we should have had an inspection on our house. We we panic bought a house when we moved here. I've said this before. The windows were trash, which I'm finally getting replaced six years after being there. Thoughts and prayers. There was some mold that we had to get taken care of. There are just some things. It's all just a matter of getting the right people on the scene. And it's also the, welcome to owning a house, too, right? Right. But it is, it is a massive purchase, and it's scary as hell. And, and maybe that's the maybe that's it for me. Like I, I just all of a sudden I'm panicking on all right. of this stuff of like, and this is you. This is the Kelly Jordan infecting me. What what conversation did we have right before we went on the air? So if you don't know, my boat went to hell last summer. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Bluegill. And my truck went to hell last summer. Mm -hmm. The transmission went on it. I have secured a truck. Shout out Painesville Chevrolet. I'm going to look at it today. Shout out. They, it's a gorgeous Tahoe. Ooh. So, yeah. It's class. I've never had a Tahoe before, but it's like, you got to come look at this thing. It's gorgeous. Those are nice. Okay. I'll go do that. And then I found a cheap boat. Now, it, it sounds like I'm balling out of control. You're living the Kelly Jordan lifestyle. But let me give you some details. It's a 2012 truck, so it's older. That's fine. And the boat's a 92, so it's really old. <laughs> Wasn't your boat previous the Bluegill? It was a 75. So for me, it's even a step in the right. It's like, it's dang near 20 years newer. I'll be uh, quite honest with you. I believe the Bluegill is what Washington rode the Potomac <laughs> in the nighttime attack. But the funny thing is, it's not even that expensive of a boat. The truck isn't that expensive, but I am having a meltdown over mm-hmm. it right now. I told you, I was like, man, I'm not getting that, but that's stupid. I don't need a boat. Oh, no one needs a boat. You do in Minnesota. Right, almost. Come on. Almost, but I could live, I lived, you know, my entire early life without one. It's just once you have one, it's harder than not. Like, it gives me something, it gets me through days like today in single digits, knowing like, hey, it's going to be December soon. By May, I can be back out on the water. Plus, it's what you do for happiness. It is my, it's it's not really a hobby, I guess, but it's 
Kind of. For you, it is. So, I, but what? It's not even that expensive of a boat. I told you how much it is. I'm it's like, not bad at all. I'm like, man, this is stupid. I, why am I doing this? This is so dumb. I don't need it. My family needs this. My wife needs that. You know. In fact, if it were any cheaper. I wouldn't let you buy because I think it'd be a piece of junk. <laughs> that is you know what I mean? Like, where it gets to a point where it's so cheap, it's like, no, this thing's going to sink on me. But Even though you are quite prepared. Oh, I'm ready for a boat to sink. I've had mine sink on me twice. Right. I don't even, it doesn't even phase me. Mm. It's, that's just a Tuesday afternoon as far as I'm concerned. And this one looks fantastic. I think you're good to go. It does. So we'll we'll see. What, but yes, I am very much that way. And I feel bad because you have made me less that way. Mm-hmm. I've made you more that way. Well, then how about this? We, we, we're like water. We're leveling. We're leveling. Let's make each other an on-air promise here so we can't back out. All right. You buy that boat. I buy this house. Oh, God. Well, yeah. <laughs> because I started Googling like cracks in foundation. Yeah. And all the pictures that show up on Google. Are like the continental divides. Like the house is falling in half. <laughs> like the side of a home. Here I am with like a magnifying glass. And I'm like, I believe I see the crux of the issue. You know? I, so you know what? I'm in on the house. Ugh. You're in on the boat. I'm backing out of that deal. I'm backing out of this on-air promise. Don't you dare. <laughs> Look into that camera and you promise right here and now that yes, I will be buying that boat. I promise that I am going to try and buy that boat. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I, I'm in. I, 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 I it, it's wild to me. The other thing is, because, you know, I'm talking with my finance people. Yeah. In my regular life, I count everything. You know, like, okay, well, there's five bucks here. There's two bucks there. Right. You get into a house closing, and it's like, oh, yeah, this uh, $3,000 fee is for, you know. Right. And they just talk about it like it's nothing. Like, right. hey, hold up. Oh, that's your underwater skunk fee. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what, what is that? I'm like, oh, well, are those good or bad? I don't. And you don't want to say anything because they're like, oh, you don't know what that is. I'm like, who is FICA and why are they getting so much of this? <laughs> oh, but you God. know what? You just sign it away and it makes your wife happy. This, say lovey. But this boat doesn't make my wife happy at all. But every every other thing you do in your life makes her happy. That is true. So, you know what? It's okay. We got her a brand new car. Right. You know, that made her happy for about five seconds. She picked your house, right? She did. So, I'll be honest with you, man. You're due. I am due, aren't I? You're due. I drive a 2009 Tiguan, for God's sakes. Hey, that's a nice car. Don't be trashing the Tiguan (laughs) around me. All right. Dude, can I say something? The show has been weird so far today. I feel like it's been off. Well. I don't know why. I didn't drink last night or anything. I don't know why it feels off today. I feel fine. Okay. Should we do some history then? Probably. Okay. I shouldn't have brought up the boat story. It made me sound like a jackass. Well, I mean, you are a jackass. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but no one needs to know that. Trust me. They know. (laughs) Anyway. All right. So, Wood, on this day, I am just, I I feel like I need to go home. Mm. On this day in 1895, America's first auto race took place. It was six cars, 55 miles. The average speed was seven miles an hour. But what, what a spectacle that had to be, though. Oh, man. Six cars all in the same spot at one time back in 1895? Yeah. And then, I mean, you don't want to hit each other, right? No. There's no replacement parts. That's what I'm saying. You have the, probably the only six cars in the United States. I, I, racing I, at seven miles an hour. I'd have showed up. Bikes, bicycle passing you on the side. Yeah. <laughs> It was on this day, Wood, back in 1925. From Nashville, Tennessee, Prince Albert, the world's most popular smoking tobacco, brings you the South's most popular program, the Grand Ole Opry. 
The Grand Ole Opry made its weekly radio debut on WSM in Nashville, Tennessee. I'd, Man, I would love to have some of those old broadcasts. I would love to go to that. That, that seems like a massive deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you love like the history of country music and everything. I used to have these old radio shows on tape. Like you could order them online. So that shows you how long ago it was. I mean, really? This, this probably was like 1998. I had these, and it's when I used to live in Minneapolis and drive to St. Cloud to work. And I had this long car ride, and there was no podcast at the time. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy to think back, like just how different it was. And it wasn't that long ago. But so anyway, so I had these old radio show tapes, and I would love to have some of the Grand Ole Opry. Or they should they should make the. But who knows where they even recording it at the time? I, it's got to be somewhere. I don't even know they had the technology to record anything back then. I mean, probably. They didn't have magnetic tape, so I don't know. But the sound quality is probably trash. Yeah, but it's the nostalgia that you like. And that's part of the romanticism of that, you know what I mean? With all crackly and everything. Uh, It was on this day in 2010, kind of a sad one. I've heard police work is dangerous. It is, that's why I carry a big gun. Leslie Nielsen passed away on this day in 2010. That's a bummer. He's been gone for quite some time. And man, some of those stuff, you go back, and you know what sucks is you don't, you don't see any of those on TV anymore because of OJ. Right. You well, can't put like the naked gun and stuff on they're there. They're pretty inappropriate, too. Uh, but the funny thing is I saw him in a serious movie. And I can't even remember what the name of it was. You couldn't do it? I couldn't. Like, he was making out with some woman in it, like, seriously making out, not jokingly making Ugh. out. And I was like, oh, it just seems too weird. Yeah, just you saying that makes it weird. <laughs> uh, a couple of birthdays real quick here, Woods. Celebrating a birthday today. So let me explain something. Deep dish pizza is not only not better than New York pizza. <laughs> it's not pizza. John Stewart celebrating a birthday today. I miss John Stewart. John Stewart, and I say I miss John Stewart because I believe, at least for me, John Stewart was the last person that could talk politics and be entertaining. Well, excuse me, he has a podcast. Does he? Yeah, and it's not, it's not good. No, it's not. It's just not good. Like it doesn't even do that well for. And you would think John Stewart, he would put out an episode and get millions of downloads. He gets like a hundred thousand. It's nothing, man. That's and. I give John Stewart a ton of credit for what he has done for the 9/11, you know, firefighters and the people that went oh, through God, 9/11. Yeah. The way that he has fought for that seems like a genuinely just a good, good dude. And remember, he was kind of one of those dudes who was just around Adam Sandler for a while, right? Like he would pop up in all these Adam Sandler movies, and then obviously exploded into what he was for I, a long time. I will say that I miss the Daily Show. Like I just I miss the Daily Show. That show was so funny back when they took them where they weren't so serious about right. themselves. Like when Steve Carell was on there. Mm. Uh, I but he's got. I'm gonna say John Stewart is 59 today. Ah, uh, you're a little bit low on that one. John Stewart today is the ripe old age. <laughs> Of 61. Boy, he really fell out when he went on, was it Stephen Colbert yeah. with the COVID stuff? Yeah. And was really calling people out about he that. He was. Mm. I give him credit, man. That took some courage to do that. In Hollywood, you bet. Uh, also celebrating a birthday. I just like this guy. We never lost an American in space. We're sure as hell not going to lose one on my watch. Failure is not an option. Ed Harris celebrating a birthday today. Good actor, too. Yeah. I, I just He's just one of those guys I like to see in movies. He was in, of course, Top Gun Maverick there. Milk Money was a great movie that he was in with, uh, not Goldie Hawn, Michelle Pfeiffer. Wait, no. Ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and, of course, uh, he was phenomenal in The Rock. Oh, yeah. The I bad forgot about guy that. in The Rock. He's up there. He looks a lot older than I bet he is, though. He's, he's seasoned. I'll say he's seasoned. And you know what it is? It's the bald head mm-hmm. without shaving it. Yep. He's got to be 70, 
one today. Ah, oh, you're a little bit low on that one, too. <laughs> He's the ripe old age of 73 today. Mm. And, of course, if it's your birthday today. And we, we you didn't mention it. Alan Richardson, or Richson today. His birthday. You, so did you ever watch Jack Reacher on Amazon Prime? No. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And, of course, Jack Reacher is played by Alan Richson from Grand Forks, North Dakota. Okay. It was his birthday today. All right. How old is he? I, I don't know. He looks like he's he's ripped up like Rambo. He looks okay. like he's 21, but he's probably, it's Hollywood, so he's probably like 38 or right. something. Well, happy birthday to him. Maybe he's listening right now on Grand Forks. Who knows? Like, no, this show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think he made it past the uh, boat talk. And the... <laughs> I'm going to give them one chance today. Damn, this show sucks. <laughs> Cracking his house. What an idiot. <laughs> All right. Uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish a happy birthday as well. 